1: Welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. I'm
2: Emma. And this is a podcast about sex. Yeah, and sex. And sex. And sex. And sex. And, sex. and being shameless as fuck. Yes, and having just the most amazing time that you can mm-hmm. with yourself, with other people, mm-hmm. uh, with and multiple people. Yeah, and by time, we mean orgasms. Yeah, we mean <laughs> plethora of orgasms. If
1: you're not Owen, yeah. there's that sounds there's... like I'm talking about an Owen. Wilson, and you're
2: right. not Owen Wilson. I don't
1: want you here. I'm not interested. We have if you're a, not
2: coming your face off. See, that's better. It's more
1: aggressive. Yeah.
2: We have a funny, um, inside joke that when we tell people about our podcast and they react and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'll listen. That's just not for me. And it's like, so you don't like to give people orgasms, is what you're saying. Sweet. <laughs> like, that's uh. more embarrassing for you Mm -hmm.
1: than me yeah i'm not embarrassed that you are anti-orgasm i know that's on you my guy getting better at
2: sex (laughs) yes so what you're saying is you don't care that they're having mediocre sex with you exactly (laughs) good for you you know honestly i wish i wish i had the confidence the goal the goal (laughs) we have a limited number
1: of fucks to give and if that's not one of yours (laughs) oh by god (laughs) by god take on the world why don't you Oh, it's so funny, but bless them because they are good people. (laughs) Just naive. Just naive.
2: (laughs) How are you? I am doing okay. Great. Yeah. (laughs) No, my brain is a little all over the place today, but that's just because I'm a working girl. You're a working gal
1: (laughs) and everybody wants something from you.
2: Oh, tell me about it. I
1: was sweating so much today. If it's not your clit. (laughs) My sweat? I don't know. (laughs) If they want something from you, talking oh. about what people could want from you, pens,
2: pens, water, tape, sex. a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I have a lot going on. I'm reading a lot. Oh, me too. Uh, I'm reading yeah. a self help book now.
2: I saw on your Goodreads. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's okay. So, also for anyone else, uh, you guys should start a Goodreads if you read. Yeah, we've been big
1: readers this past year. Mm -hmm. We've been trying to get back into reading. We book club and all.
2: Book club balls deep in the pages. What? How many books are you at this year so far? I've read seven. Okay, I'm at five. Okay, so you're losing. So I'm losing. To be fair, I'm busier. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) sure. I have a husband and two dogs to keep. You do. (laughs) But I feel like that's child's play. All right, whatever. I have one dog with a really hurt toe at home. So (laughs) poor guy. My dog.
1: So I called. Emma and I were talking about something else on the phone. I forget what I called you about, but it was middle of the day. And then I was talking about how I was having a difficult day because I had cramps. And then I was like, and then my dog... Had diarrhea no, in the hallway, yeah. <laughs> but all I could hear from the bedroom, because I was laying in bed, was just splashing, and so I was assuming that they were peeing. They were not. Isn't that so sad for me and my family? Really
2: for me and my loved ones. Uh, it was so it disappointing. It really sad. When you said splashing, I just hadn't heard that word in a while. Yeah. And then to think of it as coming out of Todd's butt. Yeah. Mr. Todd had a toddy tummy ache. Toddy tummy. <laughs> Ate too oh. much toddy
1: pie. <laughs> there's nothing you can't do with the name todd no um let's should should we wrap it around what we're talking about today (laughs) not my dog's diarrhea weird okay next week for sure let's make a quick pivot for right now though yeah we're talking about the the old flicking of the bean today i I hate that the old
2: masturbate me masturbate me yes Um, we are yeah um there's no end to the amount of knowledge you can learn mm-hmm. about pleasure, mm-hmm. and that is masturbation is not an exception to that. Mm-mm. You may think that you have master debated, mastered your-bation. mastered masturbation, mastered masturbation, but you haven't because mm-hmm. you also haven't heard Luna talk about it on our podcast.
1: Because Luna Matadas is back. You've heard her episodes on blowjobs, on going down, just revolutionizing the game. And I truly mm-hmm. believe if everyone could get a little bit of Luna's knowledge, the world would have so many orgasms, it wouldn't even be funny. We would all be so blissed out we wouldn't be able to do anything else be razzed out it would just be it would be rad
0: I'm telling you this right now no (laughs) cap
1: so
2: riz I don't
1: know so riz I don't know what that word is. I do have
2: a a slight uh, editor's note to (laughs) this episode so there's speaking of dogs (laughs) speaking of dogs there's a part at the very beginning where we're talking about the positions that we're Mm -hmm. in uh, for masturbating and how sometimes you lay down and sometimes you stand and I was like well my dog's in my bed a lot So I stand to masturbate, which made it seem <laughs> like I stand next to my bed and masturbate. Or on your bed. I want to be clear that I meant, meant to say it's in the shower. I masturbated in the shower. Miastur- <laughs> but Cass knows that because <laughs> we're so intimately yeah. connected. <laughs> as soon as she said it, I was like, yeah, in the shower. In the shower. But I realized after listening back, I was like, it sounds like I just... When I want to masturbate, I get out of bed, flick off the covers, and then I just stand yeah. next to my bed and go at it, and then hit get back in bed. That's not, That's not what not happened. I, I, I not every time. <laughs> I was just like mortified, so I needed to make that editor's note. Coupled with actually, there's oh, yeah. a part um, a few minutes in that gets a little staticky, but it only lasts for like 45 seconds, so bear with us. Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes the electronics can't handle the magic that mm-hmm. comes from our hyonis.
2: And it interferes with the waves. Yeah.
1: Swear on me, mom.
2: Swear on me, mom. <laughs> swear. Like how you can't have your phones on in an airplane. Yes. You can't have this much yoni magic. Yeah. If we in. aren't keeping
1: our legs tightly closed, <laughs> I swear the interference is unbearable. A- <laughs> you were lucky because we caught it within like a minute. And we so just, I crossed my legs. We snapped and- them shut as quick as we could. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's,
2: oh God, it is a oh. hard
1: burden to bear.
2: Yeah, I know. It's a lot of power. Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of
1: power. So. God, I have something else to say about that okay. that I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. And I don't know if he does it just because I hate it now. Okay. But anytime I'm, like, sitting, like, cross-legged or anything like that, I'm not naked. I'm not naked. I'm not naked. <laughs> <I'm legged. laughs> if, like, my husband is anywhere, like, below me at all, he'll be like, oh, I can feel the power. (laughs) And I fucking hate it. He's like, pussy power. (laughs) Great. Amazing. Amazing. It sounds musky. Thank (laughs) you. It sounds like I'm
2: wafting.
1: Yeah. That's the reason that I'm not a fan of it. It's because it it sounds like one way or another, I'm wafting something to someone. And I don't believe that I am. I don't think that I am. And I don't appreciate that you just get hit with what seems to be a walk. What seems to be my power. <laughs> I have others. Focus on those. I'm really pretty. I mean, Focus on things above the waist yeah. for once.
2: <laughs> for, fucking, for fuck's sake. God, I'm always recognized for the puss, never for the brain. I know. God, it's, a real, it's really hard. Yeah. But that's why we're here, you know, to tell people that we do have a brain. Yeah. And to share
1: that. There's thing. more than just what's between yeah. my legs. There's also what's between my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. and we don't have anything else we need to say. I don't have anything else
2: to say to that, honestly. If I could drop this mic, I would.
1: If it wasn't so fucking expensive, (laughs) oh, I'd slam it to the ground. Slam
0: it. So we'll see you on the
2: other side. Yeah, bye. bye.
0: So I'm Luna Matadas. I'm a sex and pleasure educator, and I get to teach people all about pleasure, confidence, creativity, and all the things that we didn't get in our high school sex ed that we actually need to have good sex. So I'm really excited to be here to chat with you. We're so excited
2: to have you back on for the third time, Mm -hmm. I believe. So fun. Yeah. One of our favorite topics and something that we definitely were not taught enough about. excuse me gagging gagging, choking choking on yourself um masturbation and Mm. we think of no better person to talk about this with than you for like a revamp and ways to spice it up so let's dive headfirst into positions because we all that's what we're here for we want to know how to switch it up so what are your go-to masturbation positions for clit or penis or vulva owners
0: Ooh, that's the perfect question to kick stuff off with because we've all been pretty much masturbating the same way since we started. Right. And so lots of us started in places like our family homes or maybe living in dorms and places where we didn't have a lot of privacy. Mm -hmm. So our positions were about hiding. They were about quick changes so that no one knows that our hands were in our pants. And so actually, there's a there's a lot more that uh, masturbation positions can do for us versus just like hiding us from potential interruptions. <laughs> we actually want positions that make it easy for us to access our genitals. So depending on what your body is like, so depending on what your capacity is, your ability is in your body, sometimes uh, for things like bellies or butts can also get in the way of accessing positions or using toys that you want. But I think there's like three really good positions for people uh, with any any genitals that, that you can kind of try as just, oh, I want to spice it up for myself. So lots of us are either masturbating on our back or on our stomach. So definitely if you're doing one of those, try the other one but with a little bit of a twist. So the twist is going to be that you use that pelvic kind of angle in your on your back or on your stomach and you're going to use that angle to grind. So you're actually going to do your toy instead of your toy doing you or your hand doing you. And those positions facilitate that grinding, that contact with the rest of your body on the bed as well. So maybe you're getting some nipple stimulation. Maybe you're getting some just kind of bum wiggles on your bed. So I really like those two for, for starter ones. If you're if you're feeling kind of hesitant about mixing things up, I think those are really great ones. Um, another great one is to lie on your, kind of like if you were going to spoon someone or be the, the little spoon, so that, that sort of fetal position, that position can also help if you're trying to reach your butthole for, for masturbation. It's really good for squeezing your thighs together and so that sometimes for vulva owners, that adds like an extra little kind of sensation, pressure in that area. You can squeeze your toy and it also keeps one of your hands free. So maybe you want to play with your nipples or maybe your partner's watching you masturbate and that hand's going to be able to do something. So I think those are really good ones. I I'm going to say one that I don't like, but I think some people might like. Um, I'm too lazy to stand up to, to <laughs> masturbate. You know, I feel I that. Lie there. Right. Yeah. But some people find that um, it gives kind of the adrenaline of a, a quickie. It might kind of feel accessible in some if you only have the shower or bathroom to masturbate in maybe that's that's what you're gonna you're gonna choose but it could be something you try as a hey I don't know maybe I'm a standing masturbator Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first time I tried standing masturbating I did get a different type of orgasm than I ever had laying down and now I have a dog, so he's always in my bed. Now I stand up to masturbate so much that my laying down orgasms are so different. I'm like, wow, <laughs> new world. But, <laughs> but I also had another question because you're talking about grinding. I would love to, but I feel like I get embarrassed for myself to move my own body that way. But I want to be like, loose and flow with it inhibited. yeah because when you are having sex with another partner it's like it feels good to be able to move your hips and flow with that mm-hmm. but i i can't practice because i get in my head
0: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it is awkward mm-hmm. i think i think it's it's like you're you're now taking control you're topping your toy or you're topping your hand right and it, mm-hmm. it feels a little strange it feels like performance i think for for a lot of people And um, it kind of is. It is, but its purpose is more physical. So you're getting this energy generation around your genital area, which is increasing flow. The hips are also really... Uh, center of erotic energy. So that can kind of stir things up. You're like amplifying all the physical pleasure you're giving to your body, but to kind of get out of your head and, and get, get into it, I would suggest maybe using music that makes you feel like moving around like a stripper. And so your, your body automatically kind of wants to follow that flow and it doesn't have to be dramatic. Like try with gentle rocking and releasing and gentle rocking and releasing. And then maybe that's like a smoother rocking and releasing. And so it doesn't have to be something that feels like you're, dancing or showing off, but even just trying to give the motion that your toy is giving to you, but with from your body instead. So maybe you're making circles or maybe it helps you to follow an oval or something that isn't about, oh, does this look sexy or does this feel sexy?
2: I like that because that's yeah. that's what I get in my head is like, does this even look good? It's like who fucking cares? No one's there. But I. But that's it's hard not to care. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. thinking about. I'm like, I look so stupid.
1: <laughs> in my head, I was like, okay, just shut off all the lights, blast clock, Cotton at Joe, and Cotton Guy Joe. Joe. Yeah.
0: Is that your stripper song?
1: <laughs> that's the first one that came into my head. It's not. It's um, not. I don't know where that one came from, <laughs> but that's somewhere in me. So whatever floats your boat, my guy. Yeah. Okay, I would love to get into ways to use your hands because I am definitely a grabber of toys, like 10 out of 10 times. Um, I won't even lie and say there's a 1 out of 10 times where I'm going for my hand. I'm no. just not. So, But I'm wondering, are there ways that we can use our hands that can feel just as, if not close to, as good as a toy?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm similar to you. I'm, I'll am i pick up my toy first. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hand actually does work in, I mean, if you don't have a toy, obviously, or you want to try something a little bit different. But it also works because it's that it's double sensation. So you're getting your hand feeling your wetness. Maybe you feel your clit expand. Maybe you like the feeling of your labia spread open and that contrast of like heat and the cold air. So the hand is, is also feeling things at the same time that the body is feeling things. So it, it does make sense to to play with it. You can use your hand as as a sensual sort of foreplay. So I like using my hand to cut my vulva and kind of give it this broad sort of, I jiggle it. Who are we kidding? I jiggle it. So we jiggle <laughs> Mix things up. Um, so you can use your full hand to to sort of cup that. Um, and then because you've got fingers, you can use your fingers in ways that a toy sometimes just doesn't give that nuance. So your, your one finger on your clitoris could be giving pressure and then maybe your fingers are also going down your labia or getting into crevices that might have different sensations. So one side of your clit or your left labia might be the go-to spot for you.
2: Okay. I like the jiggle. Yeah.
0: I like jiggle too. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Jiggle also sounds really like pornographic, but in a cool way. (laughs) Yeah. I jiggle when I masturbate. My hands get tired because I enjoy the sensation Mm -hmm. of like the vibrating on my vibrator or my sucker toy. So I try to simulate that with my hand but then I'm like oh, right oh my god <laughs> fucking Christ and then I'm like just give me a fucking toy already so is there ever a point where you can kind of tap out I mean I'm sure you can you know just switch off no but you're in it you can like foreplay <laughs> no, can with your hand and then finish her <laughs> off with the toy <laughs> Totally, totally. That's still respectable.
0: You (laughs) you won't get kicked out of the Bubba Club. You're fine. You're good. Yeah, you, you absolutely can tap out. I think it's actually great to do that because some people worry about getting you know, air quotes like addicted to their their vibrator mm-hmm. and they worry that they're not gonna come with a partner or with without it. And that's actually just more about sensation and getting used to a particular kind of sensation. Mm-hmm. So if you mix it up, you keep it interesting, you go from hand to vibrator or from vibrator to hand, your body also keeps it interesting. It responds with, oh, new sensation, oh new thing. Sometimes people's bodies also respond with, why did you take that thing away? I lost <laughs> that thing. What are we doing? <laughs> and that's also okay, because it, at the intellectual level, it's frustrating, but at the body level, it's the same feeling. It's tease, it's seduction, it's erotic interest.
1: Mm-hmm. If we're wanting to do some internal stuff with our fingers, how would you recommend going about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I actually think fingers are great for internal. Some people find them kind of lackluster or they get tired too quickly. And if you're going for things like the G-Spot, it does require more... Firm and continuous. It's kind of a greedy spot, right? So it wants like this continuous sensation and fingers sometimes just tap out. Mine do for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great to use fingers to um, kind of play with the outside of, of the vagina. So just like the one one inch or even just the the outside hole, because we've got lots of nerve endings right there. And and that area you benefits from things like even tapping or circling or stretching, sort of side to side. You might even I really like the move of crossing one finger over the other finger, and then having this this twisted kind of uh, fleshy. Fleshy stick, this twisted <laughs> fleshy stick is what we're calling it now. Yum, uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Able to go inside you. Because then you've got you've got a bit of muscle, you've got a bit of knuckles, you've got different textures for those first one to two inches that are so nerve-rich. It's also really fun. I don't know if you've ever tried this, but um, using fingers to access some of the deeper spots at the back of the body, so or sorry, at the back of the vagina, the A spot is is another orgasmic spot that's back there that's sometimes hard to reach with a toy. It can be hard to direct a partner to do it, but it's a very intense spot. And fingers allow you to kind of feel along and gauge your own response to, ooh, is that too close to the cervix? Is that actually the spot? so if you want to explore a new spot fingers are really nimble for that so putting them inside and even just getting accustomed to it you know seeing like okay do i like this does this feel weird is this a weird angle for my hand do i need to change positions um i find with fingers it's hard for me to figure out what i like so if if you're not getting it right away that's okay you know Mm -hmm. you can you can play around your body you got time yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know if anyone else with a Volvo can relate to this, but I almost feel like I'm a visitor in my own Volvo when I'm fingering myself mm-hmm. where it's like I don't want to poke around too much. I don't want to explore too far because i feel like i'm overstepping my boundaries i don't know it it's interesting i stick to things that i'm familiar with and then Mm. i i get out (laughs) and then i leave i I pack up i try not to leave a trace you know i just clean up after myself and leave backpacking rules (laughs) put my cup in the sink i leave whatever but and i don't know what that is i it only struck me when you were saying exploring and you know hitting the a spot i realized that i don't explore and i don't really know what that is that's feels like it stops me
0: hmm yeah does it feel scary does it feel kind of like it's unknown or Maybe. it just feels like you shouldn't be there
2: yeah I think I've I I'm scared of what I might touch I don't know <laughs> of like the different textures or if I'm going to get lost or <laughs> I don't know like, like you're think... exploring a tide pool
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: I'm, I'm gonna step on one of those enemies. Uh, anemones. anemones yeah I get I get gonna
1: recoil. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to know oh, you've disrupted the ecosystem. I've...
2: <laughs> I've left a footprint, you know? Yeah. I don't want to.
1: <laughs> Broke a little coral. Oh, no. The sea stars are scared now.
0: The dolphins are in danger. Exactly.
1: So and dangerous. what are we supposed to do yeah. now? Yeah. That's exactly how it feels. <laughs> it's
0: exactly how it feels in so many words. <laughs> I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I think most of us have not traveled in with an exploratory kind of, <laughs> of, of intention. We often have other people doing that, and yeah. it's often for a specific goal. And so the curiosity about our bodies is something we didn't learn. And um, even if intellectually you know it's okay, you've given yourself permission, it's fine, there's often just this deep-seated stuff in the tissues of our body that it remembers all this you know nonsense that we've learned that that actually doesn't serve our pleasure so it could be that mm-hmm. um if if that's happening or if it's something about your your nervous system i would just put your fingers in and just breathe and and give yourself some deep breaths until you can feel that the any tension or any kind of uh, holding in your pelvic floor release a little bit further. And that might be where you go and then you get your fingers out and you get your toy and leave your cup in the sink and, and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. so, like, you don't have to get anywhere. There's no hierarchy. If you explore, you don't explore.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like also with what you're saying earlier in positions, it's like we're so used to being in like quick release positions where you can get out and, you know, no one knows you were there. And so if you're sticking your hands down, your pants are inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's not very quick. You know, you get used to the clit or at least I did. And I didn't get comfortable with like, this can be a part of masturbation and it's okay because it takes longer or Mm -hmm. it's more invasive. Mm -hmm.
1: That's making yeah. something click for me. Mm-hmm. I realize for me, going inside of myself is like sticking my hand in one of those mystery boxes at a Halloween party, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, is it jello? is it spaghetti? Uh-huh. Why does it feel this way? That doesn't look like the empty hole I've seen on models. Uh-huh. <laughs> and not on model. model, like I mean diagrams. <laughs> I didn't mean
2: like on Super models. models.
1: <laughs> on the models I've been with. <laughs> I meant the kinds in sex head. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like this is fleshier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Um, where am I going? And then I think I get scared of like rupturing something almost. Interesting. Which I realize as long as I'm not going in there with
2: I think we need some anatomy (laughs) left Yeah.
1: Maybe we need to take a step back.
2: Yeah. Maybe we start outside the body in in a textbook. Yeah.
0: Damn. But I totally get that too. I get I get feeling like you might Break something or scratch something, and um, you know the the model hole that you're talking about. <laughs> it, it's, it is most of our conception of mm-hmm. it's a hole. We hear about it mm-hmm. as a hole, and really, it's a tube of muscle. And so, to, but to reorient our anatomy around thinking that it's it's just a, a bit of a mind fog. Like it really just doesn't it doesn't land in in those in those ways. And sometimes exploring without a sexual intention can also mm-hmm. help. So doing the thing where you get the mirror, you look at the outside and then maybe you go inside so your brain is registering it's you you're like doing a thing there's a purpose here that sometimes can make people feel safer um or doing it when you are already super aroused and like you're game for anything
2: mm-hmm. you're <laughs> and, just and down totally.
0: <laughs> She's you're like arousal drop you're right. like right
2: <laughs> would you have a like suggestion number of how often we should masturbate or should at least
0: try to masturbate Ooh, that's a good question. I think um, people are often wondering like what's normal and what's healthy. And it really, I hate, I hate this answer and I hate that I'm going to say it, but <laughs> it really depends on on what you want and, mm-hmm. and what feels good for you. Um, so for me, for example, I, I masturbate at least once a day, usually twice a day. And there are things that affect that that uh, desire or that interest in masturbation. So um, sometimes PMS maybe really ramps it up for me because I just want dopamine. I just want to feel good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And things like stress might make me disinterested in it or if I'm super tired. Other people have a, a different response to that. For stress, they might want to masturbate so that they can go to sleep easier. Or they might have it as a something that they do because they don't feel like having sex with their partner. They don't want that emotional kind of connection. They're pretty full or stressed out. So it really depends on what masturbation is is giving you, if it's giving you relaxation, if you're committed to finding the G-spot, if you're um, exploring with new toys because you've left a relationship and you've never explored with certain things. So people have different intentions for masturbation and then different rewards for masturbation. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about you're not masturbating enough or you want to masturbate, but you don't have that desire, then that's something you can explore. I mean, things like birth control or SSRIs can also affect our our interest in in, um, erotic pleasure.
2: Mm -hmm. I have noticed that when I'm happier, I'll masturbate like twice a day. And usually I'm around like once a day. um, And I can tell that something is off when it's been like a week or Mm. a week and a half. And I'm just like, huh, check in. You okay? You okay? (laughs) Usually you're hornier than this. So it is, I actually thought like, to go with that point, I thought I lost my, my sex drive for a while Mm. when I was in a relationship, it was just the wrong relationship and I was unhappy, but I was like, Oh my God, I've had my peak. It was when I was 19 and (laughs) now I'm done, but it was a great run. It was a great run, but yeah, I thought I like had completely lost it. So it really does fluctuate with kind of what's going on around you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good that you noticed that. Mm
1: -hmm. Is there a too much
0: um, I think, I think, um, I think therapists might, might say that maybe there is. So people who work from like addiction models, um, mm-hmm. around, um, things like that, or if it's getting in the way of, of something that you're doing, if you're masturbating and not going to work, um, <laughs> I think that That's could fair. be a problem. But Sick because, day. Even <laughs> though, <laughs> like, sorry, sorry. can't come in. I'm like calling in my masturbation days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have those. We should. Absolutely. <laughs> we have Presidents Day and we don't have <laughs> masturbation day. Yes, Hit it. <laughs> what is wrong with the planets, you know? <laughs> but I think um as people also worry that they're destroying their nerve endings or they're burning their clit off, you know, I definitely have to take breaks from masturbation where it's taking me longer to orgasm because I'm overstimulated because I've masturbated so much. Mm -hmm. And so you might, you might take a, consider it too much and take a break so that you can go back to whatever your goals were. Other people like that continuous sort of edging, like, okay, great. I'm extending the period of which I'm, I'm orgasming.
2: I, I couldn't just edge and then be done. I think I would explode. Mama needs closure. I know. I do. I do. Do you have a number in your head of how many times, like a record you've ever set for yourself of how many times you've masturbated in a day?
0: Oh, yes. It was six. Six!
2: (laughs) That's amazing.
0: And it was actually when I first uh, learned to, well, the first time was when I first learned what an orgasm was oh, that's and, a good day. Um, I grew up in a, a Catholic home, and so I didn't know anything about anything, and I was masturbating externally with something. And then all of a sudden my legs started shaking, and I had these contractions, and I was like, "Oh my God, I lost my virginity." And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> and I went to my room and I begged Jesus to forgive me, oh. and then I did it five more times. I was like, "Jesus must be cool with this." Yeah.
2: Yeah. Honestly, you made
0: the play. It, I heard him, and he yeah. said,
1: "This is chill." He said, "Go ahead." Yeah, he said, "Go, okay, go cool. ahead." Cool. Oh,
0: awesome! Yeah. Thanks for the validation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did it five more times.
1: That's. Fantastic. I mean, if you're gonna go down, you might as well go, go down down having a good yeah. time.
2: <laughs> fire of orgasms. <laughs> yeah, Just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a fire of orgasms. What <laughs> he would have wanted. So absolutely. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, another thing that I've been thinking about recently, and I think it got popularized popularized for me on TikTok, which was like manifesting and using your orgasms as like sex magic. So first of all, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I think I've I've seen some of these too. And I, I, I love the idea behind feeling empowered by our sexual pleasure, feeling like, oh, we have a a larger connection to everything and energy and that um, orgasms for some people is a an altered state it's a state of your body is flooded with pleasure and so i could see how there's an interest in in the divine for that or in the magical for that we also you know have have tons of histories of, of erotic magic and lots of different civilizations or cultures see the erotic differently than we do here in the west in our puritanical, you know, sex negative kind of thing. Um, but even from a physiological perspective, it makes sense to me that if you masturbate and your body is then in a more relaxed state, you're in a more connected state between your body and mind, that's great alignment for for getting things done, for feeling clarity around things. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. You said that you've practiced it a little bit,
2: right?
1: Yeah. I had an issue, though, where I got to a point where it felt like I was using my orgasms for something else Mm. and not just enjoying the pleasure for itself. I was like, oh, I'm going to use this masturbation session in order to, you know, achieve this in my life. And it started Mm -hmm. to feel like work.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't
1: like that. So I think, yeah. ew. But I think that there is a time and a place for it. I just, I don't know. It felt like I was masturbating as a way of doing labor. Yeah, <laughs> like a
2: like a payment to mm-hmm. get something else in your exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah, an exchange.
0: A mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds exactly. like very tit for tat. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> We've gone through phases of that with just the podcast. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, we need to try these things out to get this episode or mm-hmm. to get an answer for this, and it's like, ugh, it's 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 an interesting line when you're connecting sex and pleasure with like getting something mm-hmm. more than just like an internal reward for yourself mm-hmm. so yeah i agree when we talk about it this way it's like it's it's a fine line but i do appreciate the like connectedness of body and mind and like maybe journaling after yeah <laughs> use yeah. it for the after state of feeling mm-hmm. like one
0: Yeah, Yeah. like doing art after, maybe doing a craft noon after your masturbation. (laughs) Yeah, crafternoon. That is so
2: cute. I also saw a girl who would masturbate before an interview because she said that it, like, added a glow, this, like,
0: confidence and this air of, like, yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> wow. I'm fantastic, yeah, I can't do that. I feel like my because of the way I respond to orgasm is basically like I'm just a puddle of of mush. That I don't masturbate on days that I teach. I don't because I'm like I'll lose all my adrenaline and ability to care. So, oh gosh. <laughs> I want really one of your orgasms. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm I'm fine after.
0: You I can <laughs> go about my day. I can you go, can go about go. my
2: day. But I have tried that a couple times when I felt like I needed like a confidence boost. I'm like let's see how this works. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It's like you're a little secret. Maybe that was more fun about it. It was Dirty just like little secret. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I just did type of a thing.
1: Is there a way to give ourselves the type of orgasm you just spoke of?
0: <laughs> the puddle. I want to be a puddle of mush for yes, a day. Let us, let us get to a puddle. <laughs> like, I, think, um, I think for a, a lot of people – Orgasms get intensified when you have fuller body arousal. And so when you masturbate, just like me, I just pretty much go for for the gold, right? I'm going to, between my legs, I'm going to my clitoris, I'm going to the go-to spots. But um, my most intense orgasms have come from when I'm aroused in another way. So I love erotica. I love dirty chat. I'm in those gross chat rooms. And like... (laughs) I love the erotic stimulation to my imagination. And so by time I go to touch myself, my body has already sent all of these cues of arousal, opening up blood flow, all the feel-good hormones, they're already buzzing in me. And so then I buzz one out that is just kind of taking advantage and riding that wave of pleasure. So if you do want bigger or deeper orgasms, getting that full body arousal, you can get it from just masturbating with your your vulva and your vagina. It just means, I know you're not going to like this, but it means like, like edging things out a little bit. So bringing your body to the peak and going back down and bringing to the peak again it's the same swirl of arousal then afterwards you collapse into this puddle I've definitely oh sorry you go I was just just gonna
1: (laughs) (laughs) ask about those dirty chat rooms can you tell us more
0: oh my god yes this is my dirty secret so I love I love um, the anonymity of it. I like talking about and engaging with fantasies that maybe I don't have any interest in actually doing. Like, it's not something I want to live out, but the idea of it is really sexy. And there's a vulnerability in, even though there's a stranger on the other side, there's this vulnerability in, oh, we're both this dirty. We're both talking about this filthy thing. It, there's a an exposure and exhibitionism in it for me. And I think I've been dirty chatting since I discovered the internet. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you really good at sexting.
2: Good God. That sounds fun. Mm -hmm. So... Now we're going to pivot to this topic. So how yeah. do you, do you have like an anonymous name? Is it a website that no one can track you and find you to make you do all these <laughs> creepy, uh, like
0: dirty things, creepy. you know, <laughs> not creepy, but like, cre- like if they're creepy and yeah. then, you know, making
1: sure you're not getting, yeah, creeped. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I think I, I practice those kind of safety things, even when I'm on dating apps, you yeah. know. I think privacy is is such a big deal. So I do use um a completely blank sort of accounts just to be able to participate in things. I don't ever share photos. Some people like that, but it's not really the visual that does it for me. It's more about the the reading, the that description of, of what's happening, the feelings behind someone. Um I think there's also places where you can get that same kind of stimulation without having to interact so you can you can read erotica I've been masturbating to like lit erotica since the 90s so I mean there's enough content on there mm-hmm. <laughs> and- and sometimes for people who don't like porn, or they get bored with their porn, because with porn you can max out pretty easily. It's it's uh-huh. easy to then need to get more and more and more exciting. Whereas with erotica, it, that that peak you hit it a lot later. You can you can kind of get into things. So I like lit erotica. I'm so disgusted at myself for liking it, but I like Reddit. I, <laughs> I really like going down disgusting holes oh on Reddit. Oh, God. Um. I'm so disgusted with <laughs> myself. I, I I'm really
2: not a Reddit am. girl, so I don't really know how that how that works
0: oh so it's basically like like threads and forums and um you can connect with people based on maybe someone has listed oh here's a chat prompt and so I want to role play with somebody or I want to talk about what this thing is so people are pretty honest about what they want so it feels like classifieds and you can kind of just pick who you want to chat with um I also I also like listening to erotica like hearing other people and people's voices so if you're very auditory then, Mm -hmm. then that's a a great thing to put on while you masturbate. And there are guided masturbations. If you want to feel like someone is telling you what to do and you kind of feel out of control.
2: I like that. We live I in like a great
0: it, world. I like it.
2: <laughs> we live in a great world. God bless it. Um, Guided masturbation. That is fun. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> You've tickled the fancy with that one. Ooh. Um, other ways that we can take advantage of masturbation. So like using your fantasies, what else could we be focusing on while we're orgasming or trying to have fun? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Our, our brain is so dirty if we let it, you know, if we just let it be, but <laughs> a lot of times I'll I'll masturbate to something and then think that that was such an amazing orgasm and then I'll think immediately after oh my god I'm so messed up <laughs> you know and so we'll have this like yeah. conflict of of judgment around what turns you on. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me remind everyone that disgust and arousal are pretty close in our brains. And and so is fear and arousal. And so, you know, it's kind of a a chemical thing. and, And it doesn't necessarily become something that is harmful for people. But some people don't like the fantasies that they have. So you can use masturbation to try and explore different erotic connections to different stimuli. So I am someone who had a ton of submissive fantasies before I learned feminine dominance, and I didn't really have a a sexual arousal to feminine dominance. I had an erotic arousal. I thought it made me feel sexy, but I didn't think I could orgasm from it. And so masturbating to to feminine dominance, to those feelings of it, to blending some of my submissive fantasies with femdom fantasies, that created a a pleasure pathway for me. It created this this connection to mind think this is hot, body also want hot, right? So that that kind of connection. Um, You can also use masturbation to learn about your body. So tons of people come to me about how do I know what I want? How do I know what to tell? my partner that I want. Masturbation becomes that that uh, selfish time where you get to figure out left labia likes this kind of pressure. So I'm going to tell my partner that's where they need to lick or kiss or suck or touch. And and it becomes a, an empowering piece. You, you then don't have to feel like your body is broken or busted because you can't come with your partner. You just need to learn about what it likes and then empower yourself to get that by communicating.
1: Mm-hmm. So we can literally program fantasies?
0: Some people can. Yeah. Yeah. Some people feel that they um, are able to create that erotic stimuli, and sometimes it happens by accident right like sometimes you find Mm -hmm. something you're like why am I turned on (laughs) watching god damn it whatever yeah yeah Yeah. now this is a thing god yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. if you're someone who someone told me that they were turned on watching outlander and I was like oh god and then I watched it and then I was like yeah okay yeah
2: yeah that is
0: it works I read the first book and
2: did you it works it works um if you're someone who has trouble thinking of fantasies what are some good prompts, or how do you start researching fantasies and work from that while you're masturbating?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, for some people, fantasies are like immediately vivid, and, mm-hmm. and they've got a vivid imagination. But for most of us, we're we're kind of just rolling spaghetti at the wall and seeing. Like, did that, <laughs> yeah. did that make me come? <laughs> so, um, you can start. I think erotica is a good place to start because the fantasies are also going to be things that are not necessarily possible in real life, or they might be unsafe in real life. So it's really broad. You could have a threesome with a unicorn and an octopus in in erotica, right? (laughs) Maybe that turns you on. It's also much more descriptive. So you might think, I'm not into golden showers, but then you read something about the adoration or the sensuality of golden showers, and maybe you go in a sensual direction. Maybe it's a wet sensation sensation, direction and not a P sensation direction for you. Um, I also think that you can reflect back on your own spank bank. So whatever is in your hot sex, you know, records in your brain and use those as the starting point for your fantasy. So you might have not like the I mean, I masturbate to people I don't like. And, yeah. and I didn't like the sex with them, but there was one part that was hot, mm-hmm. and so I take that and I recreate the fantasies. It was not them, so I don't have yep. to remember they gaslight me and didn't talk to me and whatever. I can just think about okay, but their head was really good, yeah. and so, <laughs> let's masturbate to that. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that people often masturbate to is, is attraction. So you might think about who you're attracted to. uh, If you have a celebrity crush or an in-person crush and thinking about things that you might like to do with that person and how it feels. Because masturbation usually doesn't happen with, oh, I like spanking. So I'm going to masturbate to the idea of spanking. No, it's about a particular (laughs) person, a position. What are you being spanked with? How do you feel? How do they feel? Mm Mm-hmm. I remember once uh, in high school I was masturbating
2: and I had like a flash of my friend's face and then I like finished and I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and then I developed like a fat crush on them. <laughs> I was just like, huh, maybe. Universe works in mysterious, mysterious ways. Mysterious <laughs> ways. I like the idea of face replacement though. Mm-hmm. If you don't like who gave you the grade O, but mm-hmm. you just want to
0: remember how they did it. I appreciate that. Yeah. It wasn't that toxic, dude. It was Salma Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And there you
1: go. And there you fucking go. <laughs> I would love to talk about length of sessions because not only am I a grabber of toys, I am a quick finisher with said toys. Mm-hmm. And I don't tend to elongate that time like we were talking about earlier. And I would like to, but... um. Is there any moral superiority to longer sessions, or do we <laughs> should we just feel empowered about the the quickies as well?
0: Ooh, I say feel empowered about the quickies. Get your quickies. You know, <laughs> some you. people <laughs> have longer ones because that's that's just how their body works, mm-hmm. and some people want quicker ones. Um, I'm. I, I, I kind of do both. I'll I'll mix it up just to, because I, I think my go-to is more quickie, because I know what I like, I know what I want, I know exactly mm-hmm. what fantasy, you flip to that, you go there, you're done. <laughs> yeah. and, and sometimes I feel used at the end. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. exactly, <laughs> I feel cheap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no moral superiority, but I would take it as a, a chance to maybe be, curious like maybe um you might be someone that enjoys that that tease that that build up because it's such a contrast because it's frustrating Mm -hmm. so the the frustration is also generating those kinds of like adrenaline that tease that like will get me to that thing and when you get there it might feel bigger um but if you're happy with your quickies I say more power to you keep Mm -hmm. the quickie power
2: keep the quickie power is there a
0: too quick (laughs) um I don't know if there's I think sometimes for people with with penises, they can they can have a, a too quick because it might be affecting their ability to orgasm in different ways. And and that might be a goal for them. They might feel like I want to elongate this because I want penetration. When you're on your own, you can kind of do whatever you want. You're not really thinking about anybody else. Um, I think it could be too quick if you feel like you're forcing your orgasm out of you although with a caveat that some people also like that but I, I think for for this question the force feels like everything is like very tight and you've got your highest speed of vibration and that's just a dangerous place to live all the time because you will get used to that level of intensity and then you'll need that and you can retrain your body by just taking a break but it it does build you up to a little bit of um just kind of being accustomed to that type of intensity
2: Hmm.
0: I've been there. I've been yeah. to that type, that mm-hmm. threshold of like.
2: I want to orgasm, but I my body's not really quite there yet, so I'll just squeeze everything to the tightest ability, mm-hmm. and then it like like you're shitting out an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Elegantly put, yes, yeah. Just about. Well, that's what you described it as, so. <laughs> That's what I got.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So should we be trying to like relax our body, relax our muscles during masturbation then?
0: Yeah, I think there's a a good balance uh, between relaxing and contracting because Mm -hmm. you're or sorry, rela- yeah, relaxing and contracting because your orgasm requires contractions of the pelvic floor. So if you're stressed, if you are tired, if you are tight, maybe you sit all day or whatever it is, all of us have these problems of tight pelvic floors. Um, It could mean that they're they're too tight. So there's no room for for contraction. So we want to relax a little bit so that we can we can contract for for orgasm. Mm -hmm. So that might look like some of those hip gyrations we were talking about that might be a way of loosening up energy and improving flow, breathing into the area even squeezing and then relaxing so that you know what the, the contrast of tension actually feels like. I don't often know when I'm I'm tense. It just is my level of like normal existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to find that, that can also really help um, improve that that openness and relaxation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the body needs that relaxation in order to have better blood flow and um, more sensation.
1: Mm-hmm. So that could give us better orgasms then or bigger.
0: Yes. It could give you more intense. It could give you more satisfying orgasms. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. I realize that I'm better at elongating my sessions when I have something interesting to try, like a new Mm -hmm. toy or a new lube, or we are partnered with Foria and they Mm -hmm. have their arousal oil and something that like you put that on, you have to wait a little bit for it Mm -hmm. to like Soak in. Ugh, sorry, I said soak, <laughs> um, but you know that stuff makes uh, helps make the sessions longer. I also used my water slide the other night, mm-hmm. and that Ooh. in and of itself is like setting the mood, like candles, music, mm-hmm. and then waiting for the bath to warm up. So mm-hmm. that that was fun, and I did realize like there's more than just orgasm pleasure in longer sessions. There's like an overall Mm -hmm. happiness of like, you just did something really nice for yourself. Mm -hmm. Congrats. I would love to enjoy (laughs) the journey more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) that goes back to just like what we're told our days should look like though. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be fast. You need a reward. You need a solution and you have to move on to something more productive. Yeah. I think we get lost in that, even when it comes to our own pleasure. Of well, like...
1: when I was, I was making my orgasms productive. Yeah, when
2: I was taking on that sex
1: magic mm-hmm. aspect, I, like was just, I was just, everything it in the wrong way. has to have the mm-hmm. means to an end. <laughs> exactly, like... it's like when I was only reading self help books and oh, like my God. only using my orgasms to manifest something. It's like, damn, yeah, <laughs> you are deep in capitalism. You are
2: deep in something. <laughs> yeah. You are balls deep in capitalism right now. <laughs> Another thing that's helped get out of my head is what we talked about earlier is like switching up positions or location. So are there like legal and fun ways to like get out of your bedroom when you're masturbating or out of your shower?
0: Ooh, yeah. Um, Some people, I've heard of people masturbating at work. I don't recommend this, but I mean, people are doing this in in bathrooms or I guess in like closed private areas. I guess I could masturbate at work because I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> but that's different. <laughs> that's different, yeah. Um, there are also... I, there's a toy that I really like. Um, it's, it's The name's Escape... Oh, the Moxie. So it's a panty vibrator. Mm. And it's by WeVibe. And so it kind of has a magnet that... Attaches to the front of your underwear and then you have a remote or you can use an app. So I've definitely been out for dinner with with this thing and then turned on the app and so got that stimulation. I didn't orgasm at dinner, but it was <laughs> kind of this naughtiness of, oh, I'm doing a thing nobody knows about. And there's noodles on the table. <laughs> and there's <laughs> <Right>? noodles. <laughs> But you're right to to flag the legality part. I mean, most places, public sex or, or public indecency laws are in place. So you just want to make sure you're doing it discreetly. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do use their, their cars or their vehicles to to masturbate in. I really like masturbating in hotels because it feels fancy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you book yourself a spa night or something, bring some toys with you. Like make that part of your, your self-care getaway.
1: Right. Can you bring toys on a carry-on? Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah,
0: not checked though, right? I think um I don't know about about checked, but definitely if it's in your carry-on, I would take the batteries out because those ones okay. tend to turn on quickly, but most of the rechargeable ones, they have a self lock thing, huh. so they're good. Okay. Yeah. They might pull them out. They've pulled them out for me. Excellent. So <laughs> it's not cool.
2: <laughs> I was nervous of that. Okay. So I brought um one of the like palm ones that we mm-hmm. have because I'm like, if they bring this out. It won't really that's look a like tool. a dildo. <laughs> that's my gua sha. That's so. my gua sha. Back off.
1: <laughs> Drop it. My silicone gua sha. That's
2: yeah. <laughs> good for acne. So. <laughs> but I was, I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, is it carry on or checked? that I can't mm-hmm. have this? And I'm like, you're going in.
1: <laughs> I'll strap it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they send funny. you through the scanner. You're yeah. just... <laughs> just so wrapped on. in dildos <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, you have it's a butt plug. you it's me <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, i really turned Lord. on my airport <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I
2: don't I know, know what know. it is oh, you're so really
1: fun. doing it for me TSA
2: <laughs> TSA you <know> uniform <laughs> yeah oh yeah hotels would make me feel fancy and dirty like mm-hmm. a mistress yeah. in a way mm-hmm. I think that would be a really fun mm-hmm. fantasy to play out mm-hmm
0: Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about like making a mess or it's somebody else's problem.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, We, I feel like have already been doing it, but in general with either friends, maybe family or partners, what are conversations that still need to be had around masturbation? Like what do we still need to change? Like what rhetoric still needs to be changed?
0: Ooh. I love busting rhetoric because I, I think that so much of this stuff we know doesn't serve us, and yet we just feel beholden to it, that we, we just have to go with it. For friends, I, uh, of course, I love starting conversations around, you know, what'd you do on Saturday? Oh Netflix and masturbation. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like common language for me amongst some friends. Uh-huh. And then I have friends that are, are more uncomfortable. And so I would use different language when I'm talking with them. I might say self-pleasure or solo pleasure. Or something that feels, I guess, less less masturbatory yeah. to them, <laughs> you know? masturbatory the of um. them, yeah. <laughs> I like gifting them sex toys, too, because I think that's a, a great way. And something like like, like your, your toy that you're describing that's not very phallic, it's not very obvious, it's something that uh, feels, it could look like a massager or blend in with beauty tools. <laughs> and I think having conversations around normalizing it, that a lot of people think that when they're in relationships that masturbation is, you're just not supposed to do it, you're supposed to stop because now you have a partner who's responsible for your pleasure, but really you're always responsible responsible for your pleasure. And the pleasure that you have with yourself is also important for the pleasure that you have with your partner. And so, Remember, people have different interest levels, different drives. Your partner might have something going on, and also you just might want to feel yourself. You might want to feel sexy, and then go have sex with your partner. They're they're not mutually exclusive. So I think that's an important one we need to bust that I hear amongst my friends a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, that the vibrators just go into like lockup when when there's a partner around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and so, using toys, I think, or using masturbation, even with partners, is is a fun way to do things. And there are definitely toys you can use together. But I think using toys that you use in your masturbation with your partner can help a lot of people who feel uh, that they can't have orgasms with their partners, but they can have them on their own. So bring your partner in, let them watch, you know, let them hold something, let them touch something else. I love making out while. I'm masturbating so that I'm touching myself. And then this person is just giving me all this other arousal at a different part of my body. And, and that can bring people closer together in intimacy, but also reduce that performance anxiety of, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I know I can come on my own, but I can't come with my partner. Why can't they make me come? Or why can't I come with them? Mm -hmm. And for families, I think uh, there's a lot of great resources around sex-positive parenting and, um, you know, parenting, understand, understanding how to have these conversations at different ages. But remember that kids masturbate. They they will touch themselves even prepubescent because it's just a part of your body and it feels good to touch it. So it's not necessarily sexual. And uh, my mom had walked in on me, I think when I was like four, and I still remember it. And, and she was... She was just like, Don't ever do this again, or I'm gonna tell your dad. So it was a very shameful oh moment. God. And yeah. and <laughs> I know I'm a sex educator, but do not come from a sex positive family. Mm-hmm. And, and so having these early memories of disconnection from your body, of shame around your body, is just not necessary. So if you're a parent of a, a young person, go out and find some resources to help you talk about masturbation with your kids. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that's a tricky conversation to have too. trying to come from a place of, like, not wanting a child to take on any unnecessary shame of, like, you know, kids will touch themselves in public or, like, you know, in front of a lot of other people. And it's like, how do you have that conversation of don't do that here, but you're welcome to do it in there? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Exactly yeah. what you said, actually, oh. <laughs> that there's a, an appropriate time You're for be this kind for of thing. Yeah. you great. We should have a podcast on parenting. Yeah. I'm ready.
1: I have two dogs and I know everything I need to know.
0: That's it. My Jump cat aside. often masturbates on me and I'll have to tell him that's not appropriate. Gross. Go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there there's ways of not of unlearning that shame, of breaking that chain of shame because mm-hmm. most parents probably have that that shame. And so saying that there there is it's okay that you're touching yourself, but remember that this is a private body part and you mm-hmm. touch it during private times. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: The um you're in charge of your own pleasure conversation was one I had to learn myself when we started mm-hmm. the podcast. I would hear guests talk about like your partner is not the one that's in charge of your pleasure and I was mm-hmm. just like, was that is that bad? Like, I feel like that was a weird Are thing you to sure? say. Like, <laughs> they're lying. They're right? lying. Right? We should cut that. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure that that was true until we really started talking about it more and asking more questions. And it's like it's one hundred percent true. Your pleasure should be your number one goal. So mm-hmm. should your partner's. And it'd be great <laughs> to have a partner that acknowledged, like, you need to come too. Mm-hmm. Great. We value each other, but mm-hmm. I need to
0: be in charge of what I need to get off as well.
2: So totally. That's a, it's totally.
0: A- great conversation. And it builds confidence for your partners. Because if you can say to your partner, babe, left labia and they feel, oh my God, cool. I don't have to guess. I know what to do. Then they get to ride your pleasure instead of worrying about, okay, how do I, how do I do this thing? What do I, what do I do? And then you don't have to sit there figuring out, well, I don't, I don't know what to do. Don't you know what to do? Right.
2: Yeah. Well, that's exactly the conversation. It's not like, okay, now I go get my orgasm because I'm in charge of my pleasure. It's that I know how to get an orgasm and I can, help you help me, Mm -hmm. it's (laughs) more of that way. Teamwork. Teamwork.
1: Woo, this is fun. This is so fun. (laughs) Where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode, access all your courses, all of that sort of goodness?
0: Yes, yes, Um, I have, I actually have a few articles on my blog about masturbation too, so you can definitely check that out at lunamatadas.com, and um, you can also check out, I've got now, I think I'm up to 35 on-demand webinars, so everything from threesomes to kink to blowjobs to cunnilingus, all, everything's there for you anytime you want, and um, I have a couple of new things coming up in May, so they are going to be week-long, or sorry, group-long, group Based programming. (laughs) We're going to be be gathering everybody who wants (laughs) sexual confidence. That's my goal. I want to make 2023 the year that we all feel sexually confident and empowered. And I think we need community to do that. So Mm. I will see you there. You will come. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And we'll do the piece. I love it.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. I was going to say something about our pussy power, but I couldn't think of power. I thought of undulating.
1: Uh, Can you feel my pussy undulating right now? Undulating? (laughs) That's that's just like
2: flexing your pelvic floor.
1: Okay, since it's the outro, I feel safe saying this.
2: Yeah, because there's less people here. Yeah, objectively. (laughs) There's far fewer of you here. Welcome.
1: This is the inner circle, inner sanctum, inner rectum. This is is the safe space you've all been waiting for. The navel of my life. This is going to be so outing myself. Um, So I don't generally or No, I don't generally masturbate with um, something that goes inside. Yeah. Not very often. I do have a lot of those types of vibrators and I've used them every once in a while, but I was using one the other day. It was great. But I noticed when I had an orgasm, because I like kind of just let my hand go, it was just like moving up and down. Really, of my of my like pelvic contractions, yeah. I guess. <gasps> I was, I was blown away, <laughs> like one of those water levers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I could have pumped gallons. Well,
2: think of the houses you could have, the of- electricity you could have
1: circulated. <laughs> think of the people I could have helped. <laughs>
2: that's harvest this pussy power
1: (laughs) electricity (laughs) and i'm not hurting mama earth like a hamster on a wheel it turns on a light bulb
2: what you could do with your orgasms
1: exactly but i guess i've just never really like felt that so intensely that's
2: really funny yeah wow that's incredible thank you do you like, how far out was it sticking that you saw? It, it was just the handle. Oh. <laughs> and it was more than I could feel it. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I get what you're saying. I was, okay. I was picturing. the whole uh, Yeah.
1: <laughs> just traption. the tip was in me. Yeah. And somehow I held on to her <laughs> and we
2: got it done. Got it. We, and then we got it done. Mm-hmm. And we both came. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we should thank Luna for whatever contributed to that. I'm sure maybe it yeah. did. Yeah. With some uh, direction. <laughs> some uh, inspiration. Sure. Lifeblood. <laughs> Life so thank you, Luna, for being yes. on the podcast. Thank you to our listeners for hanging out uh, another day, another
1: hour. Another another lifetime. Mm. Here's to this lifetime we're going to spend mm. together. Um, please share this episode with a friend, a loved one, someone who needs to get off by themselves. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. by them, just go fuck yourself, really. <laughs> someone who needs to go fuck themselves in the kindest way. The most beautiful, loving the way. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kinkiest way. Yeah. The naughtiest way. Um... I think this is a really good episode to share. Luna's just great, and we're hilarious the whole we're time. so funny. We're so fucking funny. And Emma masturbates next to her dog, so I feel mm, like... <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> if anything is going to give an introduction to who we are, it's this. It's this one. Um, you can also head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Me. Mm-hmm. You can leave a written review as long as it is kind-hearted and not backhanded. Yeah good good one
2: <laughs> thank you masturbate us with your words
1: yeah um and you can also head over to spot sh- 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 spotify,
2: spotify. <laughs> nice thank dj
1: you. cass yeah dj cassid <laughs> i like it. it sounds like dj acid i know that's why it's cool um i was trying to do a play on dj khaled oh yeah eh. <laughs> not that i want to be at all in yeah you get it i uh, get you it. can also leave a Rating on Spotify, and either way, we'll see you next week because we know you love us. XOXO, you're on fire in this (laughs) outfit. One after another, just watching. (laughs) You're just my witness, baby. We'll see See you next next week.
2: week. Bye.